space, the final frontier. These are the voyages of the Starship Enterprise. Its continuing mission to explore strange new worlds, to seek out new life and new civilizations, to boldly go where no one has gone before. Yes, to boldly go where no one has gone before. Where no man, no starship, no television show has gone before. But it did, didn't it? And that was Captain Jean-Luc Picard from Star Trek The Next Generation. And we know now where Captain Picard is, or I should say where Jean-Luc Picard, excuse me, where Jean-Luc Picard is, where Picard is, he's in a new show on the formerly CBS All Access and now Paramount Plus. Yes, Jean-Luc Picard is now Star Trek Picard, or should I say Star Trek The Next Generation is now Star Trek Picard. This is a very personal episode tonight for me for many reasons. In fact, I wanted to review Star Trek Picard or discuss it, maybe bring on a few guests. I still might do that. We'll see. I, I think that, I think it's warranted now specifically and especially because of the many reviews, the many, should I say, Damning reviews, blistering reviews, dismissals. So tonight, the topic, the subject, is Star Trek Picard really so bad? Is Patrick Stewart's return to Picard truly garbage, as one critic called it? If so, why? If so, why? And of course, there's many reasons, or there's many reasons for good or for bad, right? So let's let's start with the article. Now, again, for the last several years, I've been wanting to do something, some review, something on Star Trek Picard. And this morning, I read this review from Andy Kelly over at The Gamer. And let's just get a little sample. This is the first paragraph. Star Trek Picard is so bad, it's almost impressive. A direct follow-up to The Next Generation with Patrick Stewart reprising his role as Jean-Luc Picard and appearances from beloved characters including Riker, Seven of Nine, Q, Guinan, and Data. How could they screw that up? Well, they did. This is the worst Star Trek show ever made. Yes, worse than Enterprise. Created by people who don't seem to understand what made TNG special, or what made Picard such a great character. It's an insult to the legacy of one of the greatest TV shows ever made, but mostly it's just garbage. And Mr. Kelly, Andy Kelly, he proceeds to list why. He does um, sections read just just some of the section highlights it's obsessed with violence and misery 
There's no actual science fiction in it. Picard feels like a totally different character. There's no dialogue, just sarcastic quips. The fan, the fan service is relentless. This is a this is a really funny one. Everyone is an alcoholic for some reason. They made Q boring, and that's that's the last one, right? So, um, let, me, let me look at, at the. Uh, it's uh, what is it? Everyone is um, everyone is a boozer here. Everyone is an alcoholic for some reason. Picard's writers are obsessed with booze. The characters are constantly swigging the stuffs, warily saying they need a drink, knocking back shots of neat liquor or getting drunk. Sure, humans love drinking and probably still will in the future. But in this context, it's just the laziest kind of shorthand for these characters are like so deep and troubled, man. Put a drink in someone's hand and voila, they're depressed. This might seem like a weird thing to focus on, but it's a perfect example of how desperately lacking in nuance this show is. There's no subtlety whatsoever, and every TV and movie cliche you can imagine is pre- present in some form without a trace of irony. And immediately what I think of is Mad Men, one of my favorite shows where everyone is boozing, almost breakfast, lunch, and dinner, but of course that was taken from... The early mid '60s uh, into the probably late '60s, and that's what everyone was doing. Then they start uh, smoking pot, I guess, after late '60s, early '70s. Um, yeah, and and I, I would agree with that too. I mean, just in general, when a show, and then I remember as a kid watching Dallas with my parents, and you know, ooh, you know, Jr. was always drinking, or Sue Ellen. I believe Linda Gray's character, Sue Ellen, was an alcoholic. You know, and but a lot of them drink drunk. A lot of them were drinking. A lot of them were drinking. Booze it up. They were boozers. So, but in more sort of uh, focused, uh, you know, uh, analysis, um, Mr. Kelly, Andy Kelly over at the gamer brings up some good points. One of the things about Star Trek Picard that I was um, surprised at. Oh, let me be very clear too. And, um, and honest, I've seen most of the first season. I think there was 12, 13 episodes. I've seen about seven or eight. So I, I watched most of it. I haven't since then, and that's that's certainly um, the truth. But my expectation, and I think that's another great element, the expectations we have for something, music, TV shows, movies, books, even relationships, right? Our romantic relationships are what we expect to get in that mate, that partner, that date, you know? And then when we have, we're sort of, put up into the cold splashes of reality, right? We have our expectations and then we fly into that big brick wall of reality. And I think that's one of the elements which is uh, maybe plaguing people who are, you know, um, critical of Picard. And, and and I have to say I number amongst them. I, I had an expectation. I certainly thought certain things would, you know, follow. And my expectations were not met. So that's why I stopped watching. Now, so for that, can I say the rest of the of the um, series is shit and garbage? No, I can't. But what I saw didn't thrill me. It didn't capture me. It didn't encourage me. Great production values, great you know, um, visuals, special effects, and good acting. But the story flow, the writing, the dialogue, I was yeah, very much surprised and more than disappointed. So what I really was um, thinking about when I read the article, when I read Andy Kelly's article is, um, is, you know, 
deciding to do this the the, the, the podcast by uh, you know playing the opener, the classic voiceover. Um, how can we begin to detach ourselves and divorce right from the current Picard without remembering where it, where it comes from? You know, it's so there's so much to unpack, so much to touch on. You know, and for me, it's not only being a fan, of course, who dearly loves Star Trek, but and then but Next Generation in particular, that was the series which earned me my first credit as a Hollywood screenwriter. You know, so that alone is like I can't. It's very hard for me to ever, you know, detach myself and distance myself from this show because I was a fan first, and then I I actually wrote for the program. Um. Picard, he, you know, or, or rather the show, Picard reminds me of one of the most loved comedy TV shows of all time. One of my favorites. Um, differing from a reboot or a restart or, re, or a revival, right? You ready? The Golden Girls. Now, everyone he's, either loves it, has seen it, or certainly knows of it. Take The Golden Girls. People loved that show for years, right? And then it ended. Instead of going on into the sitcom horizon with reruns, the producers said, hey, wait, we're going to morph the show by moving, you know, several cast members over the three because B. Arthur, who played Dorothy, you know, she she quit. I guess that was one of the reasons, if I remember, they, they said we can't go on with, you know, Dorothy. So let's change or transform it. You know, Golden Girls Transformers and remade the show into the Golden Palace. And I remember trying to watch it. And, you know, it was okay. It certainly wasn't terrible. But compared to the Golden Girls, it kind of was, meaning, you know, in comparison. And I think this is where we are in may, for many fans and for many expectations with Picard. For what we had in Next Generation, it is so vastly different. Now, of course, you say, you know, it, 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 people change, things change, right? Things evolve. Sometimes they devolve. Devolution, evolution. But, you know, what I'm saying, I was talking to a buddy this, this evening, and he said about Picard not being in Starfleet, right? And it's a, it's a great, you know, point that he's, he's retired. He's, he's not, you know, in, in uh, Starfleet anymore. So what's, what's, the, uh, what's the rub there? You're not going to have that Starfleet dynamic. Now, I know subsequently Rikers come in and they have more of a Starfleet presence. But the main sort of thrust and core is Picard not being in the great, uh, you know, Starfleet uh, presence and and uh, you know an exploration explore, exploratory mission so to speak you know so so that that's where I'm coming from right you know is is Picard truly bad or is this a more complex thought it is not what we want as fans but this is what we got we we wanted you know maybe more Golden Girls but we got the Golden Palace and the Golden Palace. Never lit anybody's fire, you know. I think it ran a full season, like like 22, 23 episodes. And I remember, of course, watching, I guess recently on Hulu, I watched the episode where Dorothy comes back, B. Arthur. And it's pretty good because the girls are all back and they have that dynamic again. You know, that's another thing. Look at what Will and Grace. Um, I guess Frasier is still going to be revived. You know, it's not yet. I know X-Files came back. You know, and it's like how many shows where, you know, either cast members die. I know, was it John Mahoney from Frasier's Gone? So I don't know how they're going to pull that off, but I guess they are. But the idea is how can you have that same dynamic? You can't. Even with um, the, the original series, you had Kirk, Spock, McCoy, Sulu, Chekhov, Uhura. They all came back. So for each movie, we had our friends back, our, the old gang back. You know, with Picard, I know they're kind of, I guess this season they're going to, 
introduce the rest and it's going to be the, the last season or, you know, Patrick Stewart's bailing. I, but the bottom line is for me, I can't say for sure, as Andy Kelly says, it's garbage, but I do know that it was, did not meet my expectations and I had I lost interest. I mean, that's the most fair thing I can say. It, I lost interest and it certainly wasn't what I was expecting. So maybe one day I'll, you know, I'll sit down and watch the whole, you know, shebang again. But oh, one other, one other point, I think um, he says, um, and it's so good a point in the, uh, in the article. Um, yeah, Picard feels like a totally different character. Now that I would agree with too. And also seven of nine. Now, again, she's an interesting one because she was a Borg drone. She was, you know, from the earliest days when she was like seven or eight, she was, you know, tri- uh, you know, Borgified and, and assimilated. So her growth as a character is really kind of interesting and dynamic. So you can say she is different. That's good. But everything that Jerry Ryan, seven of nine, Annika, we knew is kind of gone. You know, she still has like an implant or two or a little facial cosmetics, but that sort of fun, almost Spocky and Borgish delivery, it's gone. So it's like taking Batman or Superman and, you know, they still have sort of the look, maybe a cape or cow, but they don't talk the same and they don't, you know, behave the same. And there's something something odd there. And I think that's another reason why they've left people wanting. So that's it. You know, I hope you guys are enjoying. I mean, hey, it is it is Star Trek after a fashion. So, I mean, maybe, you know, bring bring on the comments, bring on the feedback. And tell me what you think. As usual, we thank you for listening. Appreciate it. Hope you're subscribing. If not, subscribe. You can do the freebie or the, the paid people for 99 Either or, you get great stuff. The paid people, you get a little bit more exclusives. Live long and prosper. See you soon and go watch Picard. See what you think. <laughs>